Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Tennis, swimming, lacrosse, whatever you need me to play, I'm going to go do it. If there's some money on the line, I'm going to go do it. Do you like it? you think Cleveland's cool. I mean, I never heard anybody say I'm going to Cleveland on vacation. But if y'all waiting on me to apologize, hell gonna oh, freeze. Wait, on. not a game. Not a, not a, not the game that I go out there and, and die for. All right, welcome everybody to the Points in the Paint Podcast. Stadiums. Number one NBA podcast, Ben yes. Wittenstein. And I am Zach Badger House, always in the house, Benny Boy. How you doing, Chief? I'm doing well, man. I uh, just back from Vegas, feeling very run down, but I watched a lot of basketball, so mm-hmm. I, it's, you know, I can't complain. I can't complain. It's no matter of which level of basketball you were watching. That. All levels, all <laughs> levels of basketball, okay. all levels of intoxication, all levels of sobriety. It was, uh, it was a trip. Not a lot of sleep, but that's fine. Okay, that's, that's what cool. March Madness and NBA towards the down, down the stretch is for. You know. Oh, yeah, and it's getting real intense in the NBA. You know, we got March Madness, so the madness in March is always there in college basketball. But in the NBA, it's been heating up in one conference in particular, Ben. So let's dive right into that. But first, tell the people where we can get the podcast. Yeah, they can get it anywhere. Anywhere you find your podcast, we're on YouTube, too. People want to go on YouTube and listen yeah. to us, watch us, watch our beautiful, lovely faces. We got some nice graphics going on, so it's all good. And you can give us a call, 773-273-9088. We are uh, we're on the line. Yep, they see the number now. Little voice message. Mm-hmm. Little voice message. All right, so let's let's get to one big thing. Just one thing. One thing. Mm. Yes, OBT. Lots of stuff happened in the NBA yes, this past week because we are getting down to the final weeks of the season. So teams are jockeying for position in both the West and the East, and we wanted to start in the West because, as you put it in our rundown, it's a wild, wild West. Definitely out the there. wild, wild West out there in the, in the Western Conference. Yeah. Being, you see the fourth seed through twelve. It's any man's it could be any man's night. Yeah. Any any team's night, any given night. It's so crazy and so intense with the Western Conference. Like you don't even have to play a game, Ben. It right. can move up or down in the standings. You can have a day off and move up and down in the standings. That's, like, crazy. that's how ridiculous it is it's in insane. the wild, wild Western Conference. Yeah, it's it's wild that it's come to this, which is great though. I'm I'm very excited that the West is this intense because Fourth through the twelfth seed. How yep. many? How many games is it separated by? From the fourth to the twelfth. Only four games. That's insane. Four <laughs> games between the fourth and the twelfth seed. Meaning, for the last two three weeks of the season, like you said, every game or not even having a game matters to all of these teams. Yes. Which is crazy. And you have teams that you look at the standings. Is there a team that you like? Look at the standings and you're like, okay, I would love to see them get in, or it'd be fun to see this team kind of fall out. I think I want to see. Obviously, the Lakers get in, and I mean in the playoffs. So avoid, not, not even the playing game? So avoid the play-in tournament okay. and make the playoffs. That would be lovely to see, but we got to count. But that's counting on day-to-day Davis. We all know how You can't goes. count on Anthony day-to-day Davis. Exactly. Now, Dallas, Ben, they're currently in the – they're out of the play-in scenario. So they're in the sixth spot right now. 
I'm curious to see how they're going to continue down the stretch. Your boy, he's been out, being yeah, Luka he's Dantas, been hurt. You know what I'm saying that that injury with the hamstring or thigh, whichever yeah. one it is, like it's been bothering him throughout the season, but in particular lately. And so he's been out these last three or four games, and Kyrie's been out last three, four games. So they've kind of slipped a little bit in the standings, playing mediocre. They won too straight, though. I'll give them that. They have. Yeah, they no, they, they've, they've kind of, I don't want to say righted the ship, but they were definitely in a free fall without Kyrie and Luka. And now they have a pretty good game against the Spurs. They had yep. a good game against the Lakers. They did. Even though Austin Reeves did is seemingly did. the newest guy yeah, on the Lakers. He won $50 million. Ain't that something? He, I saw that this morning. It came to my phone. He won four <laughs> years, $50 million off the 35-point game. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. All right. Man's got to get his back. Man's got to get his money. He had 16 against the Mavericks, 35 on Sunday. Like, we could have a whole segment on Austin Reeves, which is insane <laughs> to me. But, but listen, I, the Mavs are... I don't know if I want to say they're finding it out because they still have Luka who's been out. Kyrie, you never know with the guy. So you, you kind of don't know what you're going to get with them right. day to day. As we record, they're going to play the Grizzlies tonight in Memphis. That's a fun game because Jaws not on the Grizzlies. You're not going to have Luka on the map. So you're really going to kind of see what these two teams are going to bring to the court without their star players. Yep, that's true. And then you look at Phoenix, who's been out their star player, yep. their new star player. Their newest one. They haven't, he hasn't played in Phoenix Yet the Kevin Durant, it's crazy. You know, we haven't seen that Kevin Durant experience in Phoenix, playing in front of that crowd, that Phoenix Suns crowd, and so looking forward to seeing that whenever that transpires. I imagine he comes back maybe the last week of the season. Yeah, maybe the week before. Maybe the week before. Depends how much they want to rush him back and mm-hmm. kind of where Phoenix is, honestly. It's exactly, because he's a fourth seed right now, and then that matters too, right? What positioning do they really want to be in? Right. Like if the playoffs started today in the West, you got the Suns and the Clippers first round. That yeah. is a dangerous matchup and I think it could that could stretch a team now if you look at the Phoenix Suns going to seven games in the first round I probably that's probably something they didn't imagine themselves really doing if you probably look back in like November December they probably didn't think they would have to go seven games in the first round depending on who they would play right now in this Western Conference it's fair game man they're two and a half games out of the playing game too Mm -hmm. that's the scary part if they start tanking because they don't have Durant and for whatever reason they start losing games they could find themselves in the seven or eight spot. You know, that's how crazy the West is right now. Yes. If you if you look at anyone but the top three teams, they could the, the Mavs could start losing games, they'd be out of the playoffs. Yes. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Like and that's it, crazy. The Mavs are sixth in the West right now. You got Oklahoma City Thunder and the Minnesota Timberwolves, who people aren't paying that much attention to. No. But these teams are staying in the mix. You would think the Thunder would have just called it quits. They have not. No. They're like, all right, if we can stick around in this play-in scenario and potentially make the playoffs and still have all these first-round picks, mm-hmm. why not? Let's do it. So I'm on board with the Thunder seeing if they're going to try to make a run. But I think ultimately the Lakers can probably escape out of the play-in with the help of a LeBron when he returns right. and a day-to-day Davis. But remember, day-to-day always is first. See, I would love to see the Thunder in the playoffs. I would love that. I would love that, A, for them because their young guys are getting playoff experience. Yep. But, B, they're, they're a fun team. There are a lot of young guys, but they're a really, really fun team with some fun players that I think the general public of sports viewing people have not really watched too many Thunder games. And I bet on them to get their team win total over, and I still haven't watched a ton of Thunder games. So I would love to see people like Josh Giddy, Shake out Gilgis Alexander. Yep. A lot of those guys, even Lou Dort, everyone loves Lou Dort. But, mm-hmm. you know, the whole fully healthy team would be great for the playoffs if they could get everyone there. I think so. What, what 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 are we going to next? Well, top spot in the East. We're gonna go spot, East. Yeah, top spot in the East. Okay, but at least listen. I do want to mention this. Kings have top two seed in the West. They do. 
they've snuck up and caught the Grizzlies. We always have to talk Kings. We have to yes. like the beam. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta, gotta like show a little beam. support. I, gotta, I, just, I do want to add that. They've, they've been playing extremely well. So yeah. They've got the top two seed yeah. in the West. The Grizzlies, they're staying afloat, man. They Somehow. haven't had Ja in like six or seven games now. He's, I think he's going to come back to the team soon. I think maybe this week. But without John Morant, they've been able to stay afloat, and the drama continues with the Memphis Grizzlies, and we will get into that later. But they've been playing better without him as of late, without John Morant. Yeah, they have, which is interesting because you remember last year, we talked about this last year when we when we loved the Grizzlies. They, were they went on so a run well without, without Ja. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we jokingly said, are they better without Ja? And yeah. obviously it's a joke. <laughs> but for whatever reason, this team keeps it together yeah. when Ja is not playing. And for them to continually, especially with how tight that Western Conference is, for them to continually hold on to the three seed yeah. in the West without their star player and with all the drama surrounding them and Dylan Brooks getting into it, which you're going to talk to, but <laughs> all of that happening and they're still maintaining that third spot in the West. That's, that's impressive. And I, I don't think Taylor Jenkins gets enough credit for what yeah, he does. With I was going to say that. Yeah. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. I and agree. he's, he's done a great job. I think so too. Let's go out East, right? Cause the East only in the top three spots. Yep. We got a little drama. It's getting a we little do. dramatic up yeah, there. One, yeah. two, three, Ben. Yeah, you know, it is. Got the Sixers. They're trying to catch the Bucks. Now yeah. I remember about two, three weeks ago, we was talking about the Bucks streaking. They had won. I think last week I mentioned how they won like twenty-one out of twenty-three games. Yep. They're still riding pretty well. They're winning their ball game still. But you got 76ers of Philadelphia being. How many games in a row have they won now? Eight in a row. Eight sir. lovely wins in a row. They are playing the best basketball. Out of any team in the NBA right now, especially mm-hmm. last eight games for sure, probably for the last month or so, something's clicked. I don't know if it's Joel wanting that MVP. I don't know if it's the 76ers well. finally figuring out how to play together or, you know, the Celtics have kind of been up and down recently, but it's <laughs> it's all happening in Philly right now. It, it really is. And enough so, and we'll talk about this down the line, but Joel's now getting MVP favorite talks. Mm-hmm. And listen to this real fast. You want? We have a lot of good stats, too, gotta, for the 76ers. We got to go back and double down on what we said last week. This is a player we do not enjoy talking about on this podcast. But James Harden is he, – he might be back, Ben. I know. James Harden might be back. I he know. Might be, he might be that star player he was – in Houston again. He may be resurged as that all-star caliber player that we've seen in Houston night in and night out. Yeah, it's crazy, right? I mean, he's scoring a lot, but not only that, and he's not scoring 30 points, 40 points. He doesn't need to. Rebounds, assists, everything that he has kind of shifted himself to become that player where he can facilitate more, it's all coming to fruition. All coming in again. It's all whatever Daryl Morey was doing. He's like, this is is my view. And Bede leads the team. Harden comes in, he facilitates, he helps stretch the floor a little bit away from Embiid. Yes. He's got, for his last three games that he's played, double-digit assists. 10, 12, 14. He had 20 assists and in early I'm, March against the Pacers. And if I'm not mistaken, Ben, I think he lead the league in assists. So, you know, that's a lot of pick and roll. He's averaging and almost pop. 11 a game. That's, that's a lot of pick and roll and pick and pop between uh, him and Joel. And so, and I've been watching that and seeing that and their connection and chemistry. Looks good. Coming together. They really look good playing together. They feed off of each other. And that's what you like to see, especially in a half court when things settle down. Can you get a basket between your two star players? They've been able to do that. Obviously, it's going to take a lot more come postseason with the max season, both Milton and Mel, end of the world, and Tobias to raise his game up because that's been a guy that hasn't been 
always my question. Yeah. With Tobias, for sure, that's mm-hmm. always my question. What are you going to do in the playoffs, Tobias? Because <laughs> we've seen him be really good in the regular season, and he'll have his moments, and he'll look like that third piece that they kind of need to to really make that offense churn. Mm-hmm. But then there'll be times where it's bad, Tobias, and he looks really bad. Can't hit a shot, can't hit a three, not really focusing on defense. What, what are they going to get from him? Because that's... It's weird to say Tobias is like the key for them, but he's, he's an, an important X-factor. piece. Yeah, he's an X-factor Yeah, he's piece. an important, the glue guy really that helps the offense roll because Embiid and Harden can do a lot, but they're not going to be able to lead the team by themselves to right. get to where they want to go, which is the NBA Finals and probably a championship. But the fact that they are playing this well down the stretch, you want to go games. into April hot. You want to go into April hot. You want to go into May hot. And this is exactly what the 76ers are doing. And you say, you, how do you feel about the Celtics? We might have to do a temperature check on them real fast. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, I don't know, man. I, the Celtics are, are really interesting to me because they've they they've played, looked mortal. They right? Ha- right. They haven't played bad, but they haven't played as well as up ex- expectations as we've seen, mm-hmm. at least, with the Celtics because they lost their last game. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. Yep. And they've just looked mediocre. Like one game, Brown does well, Tatum may struggle. Or vice versa, Tatum may play well, Brown may struggle. Right. So you just never know what you get out of them as of late. It's been that way. Yeah, and it's not like you could say, oh, well, it has chemistry issues. I mean, these guys have been playing, playing well together, together all the time. Yeah. So they just have to figure out, you know, if it's one guy's night, maybe the other facilitates. You know, I don't really know the type of rhythm that they want to have, but for whatever reason, they're five and five. They don't ask ten as we talked about. They're Struggling very the it's plateau. Front court, front court is a problem. Yeah, and and I just maybe they need this type of rough patch to as they go to the playoffs to figure it out. Yeah. But they've been together a long time. This is a, this these are guys that know each other. That core four Horford and Smart and Jay, and Tatum and Brown. You know, they they've been together for a while. They know each other well enough that. You don't really need that type of rough patch for the bring them together. They they know what they have to do. They know their roles. They know how to play with each other. Mm-hmm. So for them to be losing games they shouldn't or look bad in games that they should be dominating in, a little concerning. It's a okay. little concerning because in a playoff series, that's the type of stuff that you can attack as an opposing team. You look past you look on these games the past couple of weeks. You say, all right, this is how the Celtics are struggling. We're going to attack that. And you know what's funny? I think the biggest key is the pain area. Robert Williams is the biggest question mark, I think, for that Boston Celtics team. Yeah. What is he going to be? Is he going to be available first and foremost? That's the thing. The injuries and have hurt this this team for sure. How much he's how much he's going to be able to give you once he is available, Robert Williams. So right. that's a big question mark that they're going to have for the Boston Celtics down the stretch of the season. Right, and, and right now they're securely in the top three. Right, they're tied with the 76ers for the second spot. The yes. 76ers have been streaking, as we said, eight wins in a row. They're nine and one in their last ten. Mm-hmm. Celtics five and five in the last ten. They lost a game. You know, I I just maybe they're coasting into the playoffs. Maybe that's what they're doing. Okay. We're a top three. We're okay with where we are. We feel like we can beat any team below us. Okay. We're just going to kind of coast into the playoffs, try not to get anyone too hurt because we have been injury prone this past season. And maybe that's just what the plan is. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. But it, it hopefully that's their plan because of the, some of the games that they've been losing – yeah, they shouldn't really lose. You yeah. can't lose to the Rockets. You there can't you lose to the Rockets. <laughs> you, you just cannot lose to the Rockets. You cannot only score 109 points on that Rockets defense. You just can't, especially yep. when you have a guy like Jalen Brown going off for what, 43, 43 points? Yeah, he went off, and I watched that game too, yep. You can't do that. You just can't. So a little a little worried about the Celtics. Oh, speaking of worry. Oh, yeah, look at that. Transition time. Speaking of worry. What, what is, the, is worry? the worry, sir? What are you worried about? Worry too much. What's your worry level over, you know what I'm saying? The Nuggets, yeah. listen, they went on the road. Last it's worrisome. Week, last week we talked about it. They were going on the road. 
Eastern Conference. Yeah. See what they see what they can do. See what they're made of. The yep. Denver Nuggets, led by your boy Nikola Jokic, who yep. is no longer the MVP favorite. Sad. Sir. It's Sad. pretty. It's, Fumbles it's, the bag. Yeah, he fumbling the bag a little bit. Fumbling the bag. Not not only him though. The team needs to play better here. <laughs> the, the team needs to play better. Jamal Murray needs right to hit now. his shots. Jamal, they need to play defense. For the love of God, they got to play defense. I think against the was it the Nets game? I think finally Murray. He finally found some of his shots. He but, found, yeah, he played oh. well. Porter played well, I think, in that win. And so That's I why get, they won. You know, That's why they nah. won. You, you had Jamal Murray going like one for five, one for six, oh for four from three, you know, a week or two ago mm-hmm. when this team it wasn't helping a that his offense just not producing wasn't great, but it was about that time the defense started going downhill. Hasn't really recovered. Not like they were an amazing defensive team to begin with, but they were solid. They had really good defensive nights at some points, but man, they are not good defensively. And I was trying to look up some of their advanced stats, you know, their defensive rating over the last well, they lost uh, to the Raptors. you know month or so. The last four games they lost to the Raptors, yep. which I was surprised by. They beat the Pistons, a team that you probably should beat supposed to be mm-hmm. they lost to the Knicks in the garden and then I figured you know one thing I will say about the Nuggets is that they kind of do a good job a decent job in like bounce back games I they do that. I love so they, betting them in bounce back games so like I do. It, during this stretch you know this four game stretch they've been on on the road they didn't lose neither of these games in a row so they may have lost one game win the next one lose one didn't win the next one you know right it's been that kind of scenario for them and now they close this road did they close this road uh, trip with the Wizards. That's a team I feel like they can beat, but you know the Wizards do a lot of offense, not a lot of defense. So defensively, defensively the are going to have to bring it. Yeah, and that's the thing. They are 23rd in defensive rating in the NBA over the last 10 games. Mm-hmm. They just they have not brought it defensively uh, for down the stretch of this season, which is definitely concerning. And I'm always concerned about the the Nuggets defensively and kind of how they're able to stick with their game plan i think i think especially when Jokic goes out the the bench is terrible the bench loses they leads never constantly. play deandre jordan they never play him. no I, there's no i mean thomas bryant i love the guy for being an iu alum i don't know if he's the answer for them i i thought it was a good pickup in the trade deadline we did we both did. i i i don't know if it's really super worked out for mm-hmm. them but you know this is a team that's an average def- defensively throughout right. the season i think they're 15th or 16th in defensive rating 23rd over the last 10, so they're a lot worse than their average defensively. Mm-hmm. That is something you need to figure out. But it's not only that. You do have offensive issues. You have issues when Jokic leaves the court. When, when he is off, they don't have the guy, or they don't even have anyone to rely on. Jamal Murray's not doing that. Michael Porter Jr., bless his heart. That, yeah, man, that man's heart. got nothing upstairs in, in his brain for basketball. <laughs> he's enormously talented. One of the most talented players in the league, but he just doesn't have the IQ to match. So he's not really going to do much help. Aaron Gordon can only do so much. You know, they, they're just, they're a kind of an average team when Jokic isn't on the court. That's tough. Cause you can't play Jokic 48 minutes a night. You can't. Your doughy son out there already look gassed the moment he stepped foot on the floor anyway. Yeah. And I'm not saying he's, I'm not saying he's blameless. He could work better defensively. He could Definitely, work harder. Because he'd be getting fed. No, no, sure. I, yep. But the thing is, too, maybe he's taking the LeBron view where it's like, all right, regular season, we're a one seed. We're not going to be able to drop yeah, that much. I'm resting up for the compared, playoffs. No, you ain't just compared to Jokic to LeBron. Hey, James, almost a three-time you? MVP. Oh, he's getting God. up there. Getting up there. <laughs> maybe, he, But, again, maybe he's taking like the, hey, you know, we'll wait till playoffs. I'm not going to exert myself this much. I know I have to play 35-plus minutes a night for this team to win. We're a one seed. We're all right. Okay. Maybe that's what he's doing. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm I'm hoping that's the road that he's taken because if he goes into the playoffs with that defense, 
Oh boy. <laughs> Nuggets a, might be a first round out. Well, the Nuggets are struggling on the road or average on the road. Yep. But a team that could just completely more worse than they are or just terrible. Warriors. The Golden State Warriors. Yep. They are seven and 29. Man, oh, geez. Good on word. the road. That's rough. This season. They are struggling to win games away from Chase Center. Yep. It's very, very bad. I don't know why being. People are getting on TV and continually trying to believe in this Golden State Warrior team. I do not understand. Especially on the road. Especially on the road. In order to be a championship contending team, you have to be able to win tough, close games on the road. Sir, they got up against the Memphis Grizzlies by three points. Go check the box score and see the final score of the game. They lost by nearly 20 points. You cannot blow leads like that. You can't come into a game fight hard, come back into the game, and then just let the lead go. Yep. Completely just gas out the lead. Yep, 100%. It's something that they will need to figure out come playoff time. And I I know, you know, we have a what's the worry segment, which is what this is. And my worry, (laughs) I would say it's seven. I would say it's a seven for them on the road. Because because (laughs) the, the only reason, if this was any other team, I would be at about a 10 or a 12. You're doing that thing that they do. But because it's the Warriors. <laughs> See, you're doing that thing that I just talked about. This is a team that knows how to play in the postseason. You're doing that thing yes. that I'm talking about. I just only way I can look at it. Because that's the thing. It's just like, maybe, I don't know. I, I just don't know. I think <laughs> I think oh, that they are, they are, they've been around the block long enough. I'm still, I'm still Jenny from the block. So they're still the Warriors from the block. Come right. playoff time. <laughs> Come playoff time, they're going to know how to how to shape up on the road. I don't know. It's it's a little concerning that they can't do it right now. And the fact that it's become a trend and it's become this well-known of a trend and they haven't made any adjustments to change that is concerning. It's, it's high-level concerning, Ben. There are literally only like 12 games left in the NBA season. Yeah. What more do you need to see from the Warriors to convince you that this is not a championship-level team right now? Like, what else is there? To, what else is there? Yeah, I, I'm not saying they are. <laughs> I don't think that they are a championship level team at this point, okay. but I don't think that their road woes are going to translate to the playoffs as much. Mm. As much. Man. I don't think they're going to suddenly become a great road team. <laughs> but I don't know if it's going to translate a lot in the playoffs. Oh, wait. And the only way I could be right is when they make the playoffs. We'll see what happens. But if they make the listen, the way this road, the way they play on the road, they might not make, they might the, playoffs, not make the playoffs. They might not make the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> that's a concern. No, that's very much the concern. You know what? They they lost their last three in a row. They're seventh in the West. I tell you what, if they got to go into the play in scenario. And they have to play the play-in game on the road. How confident are you oh, that they yeah. can do that? No, no I, that, then I would not be that confident. One game, winner-take-all type of thing on the road, yeah, they're going to be in trouble. They've only won seven games. Only won seven games on the road. Then they would be in trouble. In a series, I have a little bit more faith. Winner-take-all on the road, especially, you know, say uh, say they drop to the ninth. It's the ninth seed, right? Yes. What if they go on the road and play Lakers? That's what I'm saying. Go on the road in Minnesota at home. They're okay, they can, they but that's a, tough that. place, that's a tough place to go and play. Yes. So, you know, Thunder, oh, my God. If it was the Thunder, I would lose it. I think that would be <laughs> awesome. Thunder money line, betting the Thunder. I love OKC in that game. But, yeah, it's oh a one-game scenario. I don't trust them at all. In a series, I have a little bit more trust because of the championships that they have won. 
but being seven and twenty nine on the road is not great. And no, and making no effort to change that or improve that, it's not good. <laughs> not good at all. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming. And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Uh, let's go to what is trending. Speaking of the Warriors. Yes. Dylan Brooks of the Memphis Grizzlies. A little bit of beef. A little bit of beef. What's the beef? Ground beef. A little ground beef. Yeah, with the Warriors. <laughs> I love it, though. First and foremost, you, you, like, the, you like the feud? That. I think it's good for the league, for Dylan Brooks versus the Golden State Warriors. You want or, more feuds going on? I want on. more feud. I okay. want more attention because that brings more excitement to the games. It makes people more interested to That's find true. out what's going to transpire in those games. That is true. The Warriors, when they played Memphis, not this past game, but the previous game before that with yeah. the whole Draymond noise, right? Mm-hmm. With him talking trash on his podcast about Dylan Brooks, and then Dylan Brooks go out into the next game and has a great game, solid game, and then he follows that up, doubles down again, post-game comments from both parties, both the Warriors and the Grizzlies, come back for the next game, this previous one, and it's just all Dylan Brooks again. Remember, there's been no John Morant. No. So somebody got to be Someone's the bo- gotta take it for the Somebody got to take up for the Grizz. So you got (laughs) Dylan Brooks out here with the mouthpiece chirping at the championship Team, I don't go to state warriors coming off the championship four times. They're gonna remind you every time one, two, three, four. They're gonna do it every time, yeah, every single time. And they should, <laughs> they should, especially against a team like the Grizzlies. Come on, I loved, loved the Grizzlies, and I loved the youth, Ooh, and I love the, the underdog mentality, and all of that. Ooh, past, but tense. they have they've jumped the shark. They've jumped the shark. You're not fun or cool anymore. Why not? Until you win something. Show me that you can win, and then and then you can trash talk whoever and whatever you want. But okay. until then. Until then. Until then, especially with all the stuff with John Morant, all the off-court issues that the Memphis Grizzlies have had this season, mm-hmm. you can't be trash talking like that. Okay. You just can't. I want to see this team start winning playoff games, going to the finals, and then doing something there. <laughs> until then. <laughs> Stop trash talking. Old Just man stop. on the block. Mr. Old man know, on the block. This is such an old man take for Definitely me. And old. I love the Grizzlies. And I loved a lot. I love a lot of the players in the Grizzlies. I think Jaw's still going to be awesome and fun. But you need to stop talking, especially with the season you have been having. Stop. Yeah, well, just stop. Focus on the game and just get to the playoffs well, and then maybe start doing some talking. But until then, come on. In their defense, in the okay. Grizzlies defense, right? Yep. Number three in the West. So it ain't like the trash. They are. Talk. And they, they like are. the trash talk is going to waste, right? And then I feel you on a championship, become a championship contender, reach the finals. Get, at least be, get to the finals. Before you talk that mess. You don't have to win. But my biggest thing right now is in between these lines right here, right now, mm-hmm. we ain't talking about what you did or what you've done. We're talking about right here and right now. And right now, Dylan Brooks is having a ball against the Warriors. <laughs> he is. Like, he is chirping. He, playing, he outplaying Clay Thompson, if you ask me, in the game. So it's like in this moment right here, you can talk about how many rings you have. That's all fine and dandy. But right now, I'm kicking your butt. Like right now. Like right, right. now in this moment, we trash talking right now. I'm kicking your butt right now. So yeah. you're not, you're not a, <laughs> you see that, you're like, ah, Clay, you need to stop doing the, uh, 
one, two, three, four. Because that doesn't matter right now. Right sure. now, that doesn't matter. Sure. In this game right now, the whistle blow, that don't matter. After the game, we can talk about how many championships I didn't reach and haven't reached, and this, that, and the third. That's fine. But beat me tonight. Like, that's what I'm about. Beat me right now. Beat me tonight. And that's what Dylan Brooks went out there and did. He went out there and he led that team to victory, playing tough defense on Steph. Yeah. Steph tried to make it not about Dylan Brooks and make it about the Grizzlies. No, it's about Dylan Brooks versus all the Warriors one by one. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I, I I can agree with that. I, I think I'm okay with that. I, it's just I, I just I need the team to start showing. No, they, they definitely got to do, do some something. Stuff. No, they got to reach the Western Conference Finals, win the West, or something like that. I, right. I, I understand that perspective. I. I it, it, I just want to see a series. That's all I want. I want a series between the Warriors and the Grizzlies. Just please, God, give me that series. That would be fantastic. Uh, temperature check. One of yeah. our newer segments. Yeah. Taking the temperature. Some teams, some players, whatever it is. Looking at the Lakers. Yes, Taking sir. the temperature. I had to. Let's get the thermometer out. Mm-hmm. How are, what's the temperature? How are you feeling about the Lakers right now? I'm feeling like, like a 40-degree day. <laughs> okay. Hey. I don't know if you know the reference. You don't that. like the cold, though. I don't like the cold. But it's like a 40-degree day. So okay. a 40-degree day ain't really too cold. You know what I'm saying? Right. Don't really bother too many people. You know right. what I'm saying? Shout out to Stringer Bell for the 40-degree day reference. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you watch The Wire yep. if you don't. But a 40-degree day is not a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's just a regular day. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's going to complain. Nobody's going to be bothered. But no one's going to ma- make enough impact either to make improvements. That's been the Lakers right now. Like, they haven't been playing consistent. Game by game. And maybe that has something to do with day-to-day Davis Mm -hmm. and LeBron not being there. Right. But Davis got to play every night. I don't care what the GM or what the front office believes in terms of back-to-back. We can't have that right now. Right. Race is too tight. You know what I'm saying? It's been too many 40-degree days from the L.A. Lakers. You know what I'm saying? We need some 60-degree weather. We do. We need some 65-degree weather from the L.A. Lakers, for real. And the, the the LeBron being out a lot, that's a killer. That's yes. a killer because yes. he's he's probably there's no way he's back until they need him for the playoffs. I just think so. I don't see unless they are really on the outside looking in. Maybe he comes back. Okay, but if they're gonna make at least a playing game, just keep him out until the playing think game. So? Maybe give him okay. a game to like get back. I don't know how many games he needs to get back into the flow of things, but it's just not worth it. I mean, the guy has put okay. this tried to put the team on his back all yes. season. No he Anthony has. Davis. You yes. got trades going through. You got players coming and going. Like this has been LeBron's thing, and he hasn't done. Any of the load management that I think he wanted or, or expected deserved. to do or, or deserve, hundred percent, hundred percent. This man should be playing twenty five minutes a night, maybe taking back to backs off, you know that type of thing. And you know, instead, the he's Kawhi playing thirty five. Yeah, you know, yeah. He should absolutely have the Kawhi treatment. Should be Anthony Davis helping him. It should have been Russell Westbrook helping him out, keeping this team in the middle of the Western Conference, letting LeBron wait it out until the playoffs. Yes. And that didn't happen Did at not. all. Sitting in the sitting tenth, sitting yep. tenth right now. It was the opposite. I mean, every time Anthony Davis falls, he gets hurt, and that's just <laughs> shameful to it me. Is. It's unfortunate. So, hopefully, they can keep him out until the playoffs when they will make the playoffs without him, mm-hmm. be able to hold him out until then. But yeah, it's uh, it's not good. I don't think the temperature's hot at all in LA. It's it's worrisome to me what the Lakers are doing because if you're relying, and I love the guy, but if you're relying on Austin Reeves to score forty points tonight. Hey. It, it You're not going anywhere. <laughs> but it happened once, and now he wants the fifty million. Now he, he, now he want to be up fifty. What's the bag? I respect that, honestly. Now your team. Yeah, let's do a temperature check on the Bulls. Yeah, how you feeling? I'm a little. You know, I went the, through the stats for the Bulls over the last five, ten games. Mm-hmm. Get, get this, get this. You'd be surprised. All right, I'm listening. In net rating, uh huh. They're number two okay. over the last five games. Know what that so means? So basically, most of March. That means that they're playing a really good offense, really good defense. They're top ten in offensive and defensive efficiency over okay. the last month. Mm-hmm. 
They're number two against 76ers, who are number one. They play tonight. So that's actually kind of a fun game. Both defense has been getting better. Patrick Beverly effect a little bit right there for them. Uh, The offense has been okay, but they've been winning decent amounts of games. They're a 10th spot in the East right now. Can they make the playoffs? Remember, I told you. Well, they're going to make the playing game for sure. I said they're going to make the playoffs. Playoffs. Is it really? If the playoffs started. If the playoffs started today, they're in the playing game against the Raptors. They'd have to beat the Raptors. Now, I had a conversation with one of our coworkers about that matchup in particular. How confident are you that they, the Bulls can beat the Raptors in a winner take off? Fifty-five percent. That's kind of the answer I got from someone else too. Is that they're not as confident as, with the Bulls beating the Raptors as they would be as the Bulls beating the Hawks. Yes, now, the, the Bulls, Hawks. Look, I, I know the Bulls can beat the Hawks. See, I'm still confident though with the Bulls beating the Raptors. I understand the Raptors have the length. You know what I'm saying? The, the bother Zach Levine, the bother DeMar DeRozan. Yep. I understand that. But I still think they can overcome that with the Vucevic and, like, some of the key pieces. And then I think Patrick Beverly, knowing that this is a winner-take-all game, right. he's going to treat it like a championship like he did last year for the yeah. Timberwolves. Yeah. I'm rolling with Pat Bev and the Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think 100%. Pat Bev, you put him on Fred Van Vliet a little bit, piss him off, whatever it is, I, I think that's probably a good move. I'm a little worried about having to go and play Miami and Miami. The Heat are actually pretty decent at home. Bulls right, are not very good on the road. I about them. I don't even want them to make the postseason. Yeah, I don't know if that's <laughs> – that probably won't happen. But, I mean, the Bulls are still a game – it would be great if they could get that playing game at home against the Raptors. They're only a game behind Toronto. There's still a lot of moving pieces that have to happen. But the temperature check for the Bulls, slightly optimistic. Okay. I think, you know, if we're talking about actual temperature – it was feeling like 35 degrees, a little windy. You didn't feel great. Kind of hurt your face to go outside. Sound like 40-degree weather to me. Now we're in the 50s. Okay, yeah, 50s. we're kind of in the 50s. Okay. Calm winds. Kind of feels like spring's coming through. I, I, I'm slightly optimistic about the Bulls. <laughs> slightly optimistic about the Chicago Bulls. Uh, let's go to On The Hotline. Yes, sir. And you can find us anywhere. Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Bank. Leave comments, 773-273-9088. Uh, Ty Dandridge, D'Angelo Russell is something special. He says, I hope the Lakers keep him. I think they will be able to. I think they should be able to. Second go-round for D'Lo. Yep. Looking pretty good. I think it'll be long-term. I also believe Austin Reeves, bro, I know you want all that money, but listen. Lakers got to go get Kyrie from Dallas. Yeah. They got to go get him because I don't think he's going to stay. But I think somebody else comes in for Dallas, though, and and substitutes that, uh, that contract and that money to help. You know what I'm saying? Get some more pieces around Luka. But yeah. Kyrie to L.A. Lakers for sure. Uh, L.A. Lakers 2025 NBA champions. 2024 champions. You can book it for sure. He's just heard throwing right out here. things like that yeah. now, I guess. Yeah. Just all because somebody <laughs> said D'Angelo Russell is something special. Well, as yeah, long right. as they got D'Lo oh, yeah. on the roster still. Yeah, right. Anthony Davis. You tell me. Anthony Davis, Kyrie Irving, D'Angelo mm-hmm. Russell, LeBron James. You That four in the lineup. You, you don't think that's a championship contending team? So I money just, to I be just made see injuries. For sure. I just hear injuries. <laughs> okay. I hear injury central. I hear 20 games at most for a lot of those guys. 100%. On, on paper, it's awesome. But in reality, injuries. Night in, night out. Uh, we got a tweet at Points Paint. Uh, Mark Pearson, he said Embiid has eight rebounds because he didn't play in the fourth quarter because it was a blowout. Meanwhile, Jokic playing the whole fourth quarter, down 20. Doing everything he can to get a triple double. Now, what does that say for you? Like, what did I? When you read that, that says I need to see Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon play better defense, so or, the team's not down twenty. Or and does Jokic it play say, better defense? Or does it say Nikola Jokic play better defense? And <laughs> is your boy out here stat padding? No, I, I, I'm not a believer. The only reason he's stat padding is because no one else can 
get stats on that team. <laughs> not the only reason. Get out of here. I don't agree with any player stat padding or like, because if you go chase a rebound, you go chase a rebound. Sure. Re- my biggest thing with that is rebounds is all effort. Like you got to be and assist. Somebody got to make the shot. Like that's like you might pass someone the ball, they might miss. So the night that Nikola Jokic only got six assists is because he probably passed the ball to like twelve different other guys. Yeah, and they all missed the shot, so he didn't yes. get the triple double that night. No, but Embiid getting them eight rebounds, I don't need that though. I need the ten. So <laughs> I don't care if he didn't play the fourth. Can I also say <laughs> Embiid plays one more minute per game than Jokic just by stats? That's stat. That's true. That's a number. <laughs> he plays more points. He plays more minutes a game than Jokic. Okay. Um, but I yeah I agree. I think you know when you have you. And Jokic has good playmakers around him that when he gives them the ball in the right spot, they are great. You know, like an Aaron Gordon in the post with a dunk, <laughs> with an alley-oop, whatever it is. Yep. They have great chemistry for that. Jamal Murray can be pretty good, too. And, and Michael Porter Jr. has found his outside shot, so mm-hmm. he has playmakers around him. But the the stat padding stuff, I didn't buy it with Russell Westbrook. I'm not buying Thank it with Jokic. You. Okay, that's fair. You just, that's fair. You would have to be an ungodly good player to stat pad night in and night out in the NBA. Mm. You just have, and you'd have to have great players around you, obviously. Instead of why isn't it like, oh, Jokic is putting his teammates in the best position to score a basket? Why isn't that being talked about? How is it stat padding for assists? How is he not putting himself in great positions to rebound? It's the same with Russell Westbrook averaging a triple double. He put himself in good positions and he put his teammates in good positions to score. So the stat padding stuff's insane. That's insane to me. If this was college basketball, you could stat pad on college basketball because the talent level is very different. Not in the NBA. Don't give me that. Don't give me that stat pad. Uh, yeah, I just, just want to throw it out there. I just want to see, you know, say where your thought process was with your Dewey son. No, no. <laughs> give me, get rid of the stat padding. I could say that and strongly feel like because I said that against Russell Westbrook, too. So I'm on every side of this argument here. Stat padding's not a thing in the NBA unless you're on a terrible team. That's that's the only way. That's the only way. If you're on a terrible team and you're the main guy, you, sure, stat padding's there. Okay. But you can't be on a really good team and stat pad. That doesn't make sense. That just means you're a great player making a good team great. That's Ooh, all it is. And that and I'll listen, y'all heard, y'all heard, Ben. Y'all That's heard, all it is. Y'all heard my main man. You heard ain't no stat padding from Denver Nuggets big man to no. Kobe Jokic. No. Even though he's no longer the MVP favorite. No, shout that's to, true. Out, shout out to Joel Embiid for, you know, slowly trying to take that crown <laughs> these last few weeks of the season. Yes, he is. You know, we going to make a better something, B. We're going to see who's going to close this bad boy out. Loser got to get lunch for him or something. Yeah, you right. Know, I'm, you know I'm team Embiid and you team, you team <laughs> Doey's son I for am. sure. I am. <laughs> Love my Doey child, the Michelin man. That's going to conclude this edition of the Poison to Pay podcast. Presented by Stadium NBA's number one podcast here at Stadium. You knew it at Points Paint. That's where you find us: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You see these lovely faces even on TikTok. Watch Stadium's TikTok. Follow Watch Stadium at all the social handles that you possibly can: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You see Ben's lovely face. See this lovely face. Yes. Right? You can follow us on social media at Zach Badgerhouse at Ben Wittenstein on our social handles respectively. Of course, follow Shams. For all your NBA breaking news, listening to Points in the Paint, listen to, you know, get your, get your peoples out. Sharp lessons. Yeah. Do it. You know, listen to everything that we put out there. Mm-hmm. Follow Stadium. Follow Stadium Bets. Follow Points in the Paint. There you go, Stadium Bets. Follow everything. Whatever it is. Whatever Stadium does, just follow it. We're there good. There you go. Love it. Mm-hmm. That's going to conclude this edition of the Points in the Paint podcast. you hear from us next week. Mm-hmm.